game is done. David, you are my favorite Dodger insider. Time for Dodger Talk. If you ready for the brand new thing, let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. David Vazay is going to join us. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boys, rolling. It's time for Dodgers baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com. And by Chevrolet. Buy new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk, David Vesey. The magic number is at 15 for the Dodgers to reclaim the NL West. Welcome to Dodger Talk. David Vassay with you until 8.30 tonight right here on AM570 LA Sports after the Dodgers get the win in 10 innings over the Marlins tonight. 3-2 the final score in Miami. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Can't say enough about Chris Martin because he's one of those guys that you're not going to talk about unless he blows the game. But tonight you have to talk about him because without Chris Martin coming into the game with the bases loaded and only one out to be able to save that game for the Dodgers is an indication of who he is as a relief pitcher. He's a guy that throws strikes. He hasn't walked one single batter since being acquired by the Dodgers. 14 strikeouts, no walks in 11 and a third innings as a Dodger for Chris Martin. In fact, he has the best uh, strike rate uh, in the major leagues since he came back from playing in Japan a couple of years ago. I believe on the season, he's only walked four hitters, even going back to his time with the Cubs. So he was the right guy to have when you need somebody to throw strikes. And Chris Martin certainly not only threw strikes, he got outs and got the Dodgers out of a jam. And when I say a jam, look, I'm the first one to say there is no need to overreact over a win or a loss at this point for the Dodgers. Give them credit because they're playing like they're in a dogfight for the NL West. They're not. They're 20 games ahead of the Padres. Their magic number is 15 before the end of August. They have 89 wins on the season, but they're trying to play to win the game, as the great Dennis Green would say. They are playing to win the games. But I will say this, more important than a win or a loss tonight would have been this game going longer than 10 innings. And that goes for, I would say, until September 1st when the rosters can be expanded by a couple of players. I would say that's the worst-case scenario for the Dodgers between now and the end of the regular season where they are playing games and have to go into extra innings. 10 innings you can manage, but once you start going into 11, 12, 13 That is a loss, even if you win the game at this point in time in the season. And that's the reason why Dave Roberts brought Craig Kimbrell back out for the 10th inning. He thought, wow, Kimbrell's throwing strikes tonight. Clean ninth inning. Let's try again in the 10th and save some of our pitchers. Remember, Chris Martin was dealing with some elbow issues. And Dave Roberts was trying to stay away from him uh, for the most part tonight and also was trying to stay away from him in the first game of the series. After his four-strikeout inning in Milwaukee, 
the Dodgers did not use Martin for four straight days. So it's not like this guy is feeling fantastic. He's got to be feeling something, even though the MRI showed there's no structural damage. So the Dodgers were put in a position in the 10th inning, not only to bring in a pitcher that you wanted to stay away from, but then since yesterday, Dave Roberts has been telling us that he's giving Mookie Betts the day off. He wants Mookie Betts to have a day off and have him ready for the series against the Mets. I was watching the game, and they panned to the Dodger dugout as late as the ninth inning. And Mookie Betts did not have his spikes on. He was chilling at the end of that dugout. He did not anticipate getting into this game. And then all of a sudden, because you don't have the DH anymore with some of the maneuvers you made in the ninth, all of a sudden now you're going to tell Mookie Betts, Hurry up, get ready, you're going in for a double switch in the 10th inning. Not even the beginning of the 10th inning, but the middle of the 10th inning. What if Mookie Betts pulls a groin or a hamstring or a calf muscle out there? How are you feeling about that double switch? 866-987-2570 is the phone number. My point is, be consistent. If you're telling us that you're trying to keep your players healthy and you want to protect them, Don't put your superstar player into the game after he's been cold for not just five innings, not just nine innings, but basic or eight innings, basically cold for nine and a third innings. And then you're going to say, go play right field. To me, that doesn't add up. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Dodgers do win the game three to two in 10 innings over the Marlins tonight. Let's go out to Laguna Hills. Sandy. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vassay. Oh, Hi, yeah, Sandy. That was, it was a miracle that we won that game. I couldn't believe he put Mookie in there at that time. That was just crazy, I thought. And I also wanted to say, Dave, your story about the Holland Hotel was hilarious. I just haven't had a chance to tell you about it. Oh, yeah, that Fister Hotel in Milwaukee. A lot of legendary stories out of there, Sandy. That was a hilarious story you told. I thought it was hilarious. Thank you. I appreciate it. I guess Adrian Beltre would check out of that hotel and uh, stay in another hotel after he thought his room was haunted. And uh, the story I told was about Jonathan Broxton playing a trick on rookie Kenley Jansen to make him believe there were ghosts in his hotel room in Milwaukee. And by the way, there's another uh, supposed haunted hotel that baseball baseball teams stay at. It's in St. Petersburg in Tampa Bay. When teams go play the race, they stay at this hotel where there was a flood and people died on the first floor. And many people believe that uh, the hotel rooms on the first floor and the second floor are haunted. I got to tell you about that hotel. When the Dodgers were there in 2019, I had a room on the first floor. Uh, because the players stay on a different floor than me, and they, they want me separated from the players. I cause a lot of problems. And little did I know, <laughs> there was grass outside of my room, so all of a sudden I hear this ticking on my window. Tick, 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 and you're wondering, what is going on? I open the curtain. It's the sprinklers. Yeah, just the sprinklers, no ghosts. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Dodgers get the win in Miami, 3-2 to two in 10 innings tonight. Fabian, Fabian, Redondo Beach, what do you got for us? Hey, what's up, DV? I just wanted to know what uh, 
what you see Caleb Ferguson's role going into uh, you know the later part of the season and maybe into October. Well, how about Caleb Ferguson? Again, dominant tonight, pitching a scoreless inning. He has only allowed one earned run in 24 appearances this season. The Ferg train is back, wouldn't you say, Fabian? Yeah, I love Caleb Ferguson, and I feel like he hasn't really gotten that uh, the spotlight, I guess. I don't know. He's a middle reliever. He's not going to get the spotlight until he blows a save or blows a game or gives up a home run. That's just the life of a middle reliever, but he's going to be a big part of the Dodger bullpen in the postseason. It's great to have him back after a second Tommy John surgery. Glad you brought up his name, and I guess that means I have to give a Dodger bullpen roll call tonight because they did a great job after Michael Grove went four and two-thirds innings in the emergency start for Tony Gonsolin, and you'll hear from Tony coming up in our next segment. David Price, Caleb Ferguson, Evan Phillips, Phil Bickford, Craig Kimbrell, Chris Martin got the job done. Six relievers got the job done after Michael Grove came out with two outs in the fifth inning. And Ferguson dominant again tonight as he came in in the sixth inning to pitch a scoreless uh, inning and have a strikeout. The Ferg train is back. Get on while you can. Let's go out to Paul, who's in Parrish, Florida. Where is Parrish, Florida, Paul? Right outside Tampa Bay. Oh, so you know about the hotel I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. Is that why you called? No, I'm calling about the Dodgers. Okay, this is the place to do that. about their uh, regular season, which is nice to see them win 110, 115 games, whatever the number's going to be. But let's be honest, with their payroll, they should be dominating uh, the regular season. When the postseason starts, Dave Roberts is the guy, I think, who's going to be really on the spot because – if he can't win with this team, assuming that their starting pitching is semi-healthy, then I think a lot of questions are going to be asked. I mean, I just didn't like what he did tonight, putting guys in position to fail. Um, you know, Kimbrell can't pitch a second well, inning. He hasn't. How many times has he pitched two innings this season? Yeah, well, they needed to eat but, innings. They were trying to use them for another inning because they don't want to use other relievers in extra innings. Right, but, you know, I mean, how about Martin? I mean, isn't he somewhat They didn't hurt? want to use Martin, but he brought him in. Honestly, I would have lost the game and let Craig Kimbrell win or lose that game. I would not have brought in Chris Martin. You know, and the thing with Mookie, I mean, you know, what was that about? I know. I brought that point up, and that's a fair question to ask, Paul. I appreciate the phone call. You win the game, but at what cost That at this point in time in the season? Uh, I think there's a here and now, obviously, but you have to think bigger picture when it comes to the health of your players, especially your superstar, and also a pitcher like Chris Martin, who you've come out publicly over the last couple of days to say that you want to stay away from him. So for me, at what cost are you trying to win games now, especially against the Marlins? 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Dodgers do win the game in 10 innings. They have now 89 wins. They're 89 and 38, the best record in baseball. Will Smith went deep tonight with a two-run home run in the third inning. Trey Turner got a little tapper in the 10th for his 1,000th career hit. And in case you're wondering, as far as the hits leaderboard in Major League Baseball, Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman each had two hits tonight. And Freddie and Trey are still 1-2 in Major League Baseball in hits, but Freddie now has a two-hit lead. 163 hits to lead Major League Baseball. Trey Turner, 161. In case you're wondering who's third, 
It's MVP candidate Paul Goldschmidt at 154. So Freeman and Turner head and shoulders above the next closest player in Paul Goldschmidt. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Let's go out to Ladera Ranch. Jeff, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how's it going, Dave? Long-time listener. Hey, uh, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Yeah, a couple questions. Uh, one is, you know, Phil Bitford's reminding me of, like, Pedro Baez, like, four or five years ago, where every time he comes in, I'm, like, uh, on eggshells worried. Like, it seems like he's, he lets a lot of runs go by. And I was wondering, in the postseason, do you think that they'll bench Bickford and, and pull someone else into the bullpen? And who, who do you think that would be? And then the other uh, part of my question is, what are your thoughts on Duffy? And will he play a role, do you think, with the Dodgers in the postseason or at the end of the season this year? Okay, well, number one, Jeff, you're right about the parallels between Bickford and Baez, and not because they make you feel nervous or whatever, but the parallels between Bickford and Baez is neither one says no, and both seem to have a rubber arm to a certain extent because Bickford's the type of reliever similar to Pedro Baez that would pitch three games in a row or would pitch four games in six days. And I said this last year, and I haven't said it too much this year, But Bickford basically is in the role of Pedro Baez, where uh, he's a guy that you can count on virtually every game, and he's going to answer the bell. So you're right. There is a parallel between those two guys, and they both, Pedro Baez served a purpose, and Pedro really evolved from a thrower into a pitcher, and he had to learn that on the major league level. And Bickford had a great year last year. It obviously has not materialized again this year. But the thing is, he eats innings for you when you need it. So that's the parallels. Okay. All right, Jeff. And, and then what, what was your other question? Uh, do you think Duffy will play a role in the postseason? Um, or or would, do you think he'll even pitch this season? I see that he's coming off uh, injury, like he's been pitching off a mound or doing simulated games and stuff. So I was wondering if you, if you think we'll see him pitch. All right. Well, Danny Duffy actually started a game for Rancho Cucamonga uh, a couple of nights ago and pitched a one, two, three first inning. So he's trying to come back, Jeff. I don't know if they have enough roster space, but if there is a space available and he stretched out for at least three or four innings, I really do believe there's a chance you will see him considering the Dodgers play 26 games in the final 28 days of the regular season to protect the guys that are going to pitch in October. Thanks for the phone call, Jeff. Appreciate it. We're going to take a timeout here on Dodger Talk. We have two lines open at 866-987-2570. When we come back, we'll let you hear from Tony Gonsolin, who was scratched today because of going on the injured list with a right forearm strain. We'll let you hear what Tony thinks about the severity of this injury. Plus, you'll hear from Andre Ethier. He joined us on the pregame show earlier today. The Dodgers, in 10 innings, beat the Marlins 3-2. to right here on AM570 LA Sports. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On air at AM570, online at AM570LA Sports.com, and 
Available by podcast on the iHeartRadio app. This is Dodger Talk with David Bassett. 2-2. Fly ball center field. Well hit. Lede going back. He's at the wall. He looks up and it's gone. Will Smith with his 19th home run of the year. It's a two-run shot. And the Dodgers take a two-to-one lead here in the top half of the third. Will Smith coming through again with runners on base. Coming into today's game, he was hitting 291. If there was at least just one runner on base, and usually it's one of the big three since he's hitting cleanup, Freddie Freeman was on first base when Will Smith went deep for the 19th time this season, and the Dodgers get the win 3-2 in 10 innings uh, over the Marlins. We'd like to congratulate Deborah Lewis from Alta Loma, who wins the Daniels Jewelers home run forecast. For your chance to play, go to am570lasports.com and type in the keyword home run for your chance to win a $50 gift card from our friends at Daniels Jewelers, making diamond dreams come true since 1948. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. We'll get back to your phone calls in just a minute, but before today's game, Bigger news than the winner loss tonight was the news that Tony Gonsolin had to go on the injured list and not make the start tonight due to right forearm tightness. And the Dodgers classified it as a right forearm strain, and that's never good. Um, it's never good when you have to go on the injured list, when you're having a season like Tony Gonsolin and you're this close to the finish line. It's never good to hear forearm strain when you're talking about a pitcher's throwing arm. But that's what happened today. That's what Gonsolin and the Dodgers are dealing with. And Tony actually spoke to reporters before today's game. And thanks to Sportsnet LA, here's Tony Gonsolin. Yeah, I just felt kind of tight um, coming out of the last outing. Uh, had dealt with a little bit of the forearm tightness uh, earlier this year. Thought it was going to go away in a couple days. It just kind of lingered this time. So we're going to, um, you know, push back. You know, miss a couple of starts, which is which is okay. It just feels more forearm tightness. Definitely feeling optimistic with it. You know, I think you know whenever the aisle stint is is done, I'm going to be coming off and feeling 100% ready to go. Did an MRI? No. So I don't think MRI is needed. It's just we did all the tests yesterday with the doc, and um, every ligament test came out negative. So um, everything's feeling really good, other than the, the little bit of tightness when I throw. Is it similar to what you had early in the year, or is it worse, better? Uh, it's probably similar. I think it's just kind of lingering. Um, just maybe needs a little bit of some time to, to relax and uh, really let it heal a little bit. Really fast to a lot about just your innings totals. I mean, how much do you feel like that might play a role, or do you think it's related at all to that? Uh, it could be related, could not. I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, just felt tight coming out of the last outing and um, just trying to get ahead of it. Are you going to keep throwing right now, or are you going to shut it down for a certain amount of time? Yeah, the plan is to not throw today and tomorrow and then uh, kind of reevaluate on Wednesday in New York and just see where it's at, and then we'll talk about throwing then. Had you been going through your usual routine, expecting to start tonight? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I threw my bullpen like like normal on Friday, felt a little tight out of, uh, coming out of that, did a little bit more modality stuff to try to calm it down, and then... Um, told prior on yesterday uh right right when i got here like hey this is what i'm thinking i really want to play catch and see if if i'm good to go for tomorrow and we uh came to the conclusion that it's probably best to just skip this one and then um you know since we're doing that might as well just give it a break um for whatever the aisle day aisle stand is it 10 14 15 15 okay so yeah 15 day um 
just to you know give it that that two week break. Yeah, it was coming out good. Uh, I thought everything was fine. You know, shapes were all good. I threw everything just on flat ground. Uh, I was really getting on it yesterday too, so it was coming out nice. It just felt a little tight on everything, so it's more precautionary. Is there anything that makes this a little more concerning just when it comes later in the year and you only have a certain amount of time, you know, left in the regular season here to try to get back and get back built up and do normal routine? Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a build up. Um, I can't think of the word right now. I don't think there's going to be issues with build up or ha having to build up again. I don't think any of that's going to happen. But uh, just overall, just kind of playing it safe and uh, you know really letting it heal. Uh, you know, it does suck the time you know coming into September, but I do think it's also you know a blessing a little bit, give me a little break, and then playoffs. All right, there's Tony Gonsolin, and thanks again to our friends at Sportsnet LA for bringing that audio to us from Miami. You heard the beat writers, Bill Plunkett, Jack Harris, and Juan Toribio asking all the right questions. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Speaking of the Dodger rotation, you've heard for the last few days it's going to be either Thursday or Friday that Clayton Kershaw is going to make his return off the injured list. He threw a bullpen session today in Miami. And when Clayton Kershaw throws a bullpen session, he usually starts three days later. So I feel like Thursday in New York, Kershaw will be on the mound for the Dodgers and Dustin May will get the extra day's rest and start Friday night at Dodger Stadium. But that announcement has not been made official. But when you see Kershaw, Kershaw is so such a creature of habit. When he throws his bullpen session today, on Monday, he's going to pitch on Thursday. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Dodgers get the win in 10 innings over the Marlins tonight, 3-2. to two. Let's go out to Redondo Beach. Brian, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Brian. Hey, David. How you doing? How are the ribs? I got the cast off, and the stitches are coming out on Friday, so thanks to Dr. Shin. Man, I saw that video, and that that was uh, – you were a trooper for doing that, but that hurt, you know. It's, uh, that was uh, How many people have seen the video, stuff. Brian, do you think? Do you feel like your neighbors have seen it? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> well, that's uh, good for me. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this playoff. I'm not a Dodger fan. I'm the opposite. I'm a Giants fan, diehard Giants fan. Oof. But I'm really looking forward to the postseason. Uh, you know, along with the Dodgers, the, the, we know the Mets. And then how about the Braves? The Braves are, have been super hot. and they're Actually, they've great cooled ball. off in St. Louis. St. Louis is actually the hottest team in the National League, right, besides the Dodgers. The Cardinals beat the Braves two nights in a row and came back against Kenley Jansen. I think the Cardinals are the wild card team to maybe have an upset in the wild card series. Yeah, and the Cardinals getting Jack Flaherty back pretty soon as well. He could be if he if he returns the form, that's another big arm that they got. So no, I agree with you. The Cardinals are going to be great. It's just it's a lot of pressure on the Dodgers this year to finally get it done. A legitimate a legitimate one sixty two game season. And but Brian, that's been the pressure's been there since. 2015, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. It's been there. They know what it's about. Yeah, but they haven't. They haven't won it. You know, they haven't. I won know it what yet. you're saying. You're a giant fan, and you're trying to discount the 60 game championship. I get it, Brian. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy last place with Gabe Kapler. 
866-987-2570 is the phone number. I knew that was going in a bad direction. Let's go out to Downey, Chuck, or Clark, excuse me. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. How you doing? Good, David. How are you? I'm doing well. Glad, glad, glad you're feeling better. That was, way to let him have it. Thanks, yeah. Clark. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, you, you take some lumps and you just keep moving. I'm like Tom Brady. I'm 45 yeah, yeah. and I got a lot of S going on. That's it, buddy. Hey, I had a question. You know, these kids that they bring up from the minors, how, how do they get paid once, once they reach the majors? Uh, service time. When you're in the major leagues, you get paid the major league minimum prorated for how, daily rates. Oh, okay. So why the, why the, is the that been bothering you, Clark? Clark, why why has that been bothering you? Me. Oh, we just had, no, it wasn't bothering me. My wife and I were watching the game when those kids came up, and, and she asked me, and I didn't know. I go, let me call David one of these nights. I don't know. Oh, all right, cool. Uh, do you have a baseball question? I'm not really big into the business of baseball. Yeah, uh, when you uh, led into Gosselin's injury, you were saying it was very concerning about his um, about his forearm. What's the concerning part? Like maybe a, a ligament or something? But he said he was the ligament test came back negative. Yeah, I, when I heard him say that, that was uh, somewhat of a relief, Clark, because when you hear a pitcher talk about or be diagnosed with forearm strains, that's a, somewhat of a precursor to a bigger issue with the elbow. But at this point in time, it appears that the Dodgers and Gonsolin may have caught it early enough because if he tries to pitch tonight, Clark, that really could have that could have turned into something a lot worse. So by him being proactive and saying, you know what, I'm not feeling right, uh, let's scrap it this time. I think maybe he preserved his season. Yeah, well, better safe than sorry. No doubt. Thanks for the phone call, Clark. I appreciate it. Speaking of the slide. I know there's been a lot of people giving their opinions on it and all that, but there's only one person that I'm sure you wanted to hear what he thought about seeing me go down the Bernie Brewer slide and breaking my ribs and break my wrist, and that's my old friend Andre Ethier. And he joined us on the pregame show, and here are his first public comments regarding the slide heard around the world. I hope you got my flowers in the hospital. Um... Glad to see you finally got out. Um, not many people uh, break their wrists and end up in the hospital for a week. So, you know, uh, you did, and glad you're out already. <laughs> I, I bounced back. Didn't you see me go back to work? That was very Ethier-like of me to go back to work. It's pretty sad that that you're gonna you're the reason that your kids are going to be scarred every time they see a slide at the playground now. So, you, um, I, feel, that's what, I was worried that, you would never talk to me again. I was really worried about that. Dad got hurt on a slide. I don't ever want to go on a slide. <laughs> uh, Andre Ethier is joining us. This is what I miss. If you were in Milwaukee, this never would have happened. Well, I mean, who knows? You might have got hurt worse because I would have challenged you even more to go faster. <laughs> which I didn't know possible. Well, hey, to your defense, that was pretty unbelievable speed you could get on that slide. Um, I don't know if they, you know, greased it up for you or something before, you know, put some of that uh, um, National Lampoon's sledding oil on the bottom of it or something. But uh, <laughs> that slide, you were going uh, pretty fast and uh I, I definitely would say I cut early, but I didn't know that was the end result until I uh, saw yourself with the cast on the <laughs> telecast. And 
um, was scrambling to find out what the heck happened. <laughs> well, I appreciate your concern. And honestly, this is the reaction the city wanted. Nobody matters. Everybody wanted to hear what you thought about my stunt in Milwaukee. So I appreciate you giving your opinion because that's what everybody's been waiting for. I, I assume that, but um, I don't think it's something we can we can quite give it a rest yet. It's uh, it's an action and a <laughs> result that requires a lot of attention, and I'm glad we're still giving it some. Okay. There was Andre Ethier's reaction to the slide heard round the world in Milwaukee. And if you want to hear the full interview with Ethier, you can find it on the iHeartRadio app. That's also where you can find every single Dodger Talk episode, including this one. Tomorrow night, the Dodgers will be in New York to take on the Mets, the first of three games in the Big Apple. Andrew Heaney will be on the mound for the Dodgers in game one of a three-game series against the Mets in New York. Heaney this season is 2-1 and one with an ERA of 194. He's going up against former Diamondback Taiwan Walker, who is having a very good year for the Mets. He's 10-3 and three with an ERA of 338. He's actually pitching on extra days rest because he was scratched a week ago uh, from his start against the Phillies due to some back tightness or back soreness. So he's pitching on extra, extra days rest with a bad back. So we'll see whether or not the Dodgers can take advantage of that. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck begins at 3 o'clock with Tim Cates tomorrow. First pitch at 410. Thanks to Colin Yee back at our Burbank studios. Thanks to Dwayne McDonald, who was in Miami. And thanks to you for listening. In case we didn't get to your phone call tonight, I see you. Call back tomorrow, and I'll get you at the top of the line. Once again, the final score in Miami. The Dodgers defeat the Marlins in 10 innings, 3-2. to two. Have a great rest of your night. See ya.